What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Tom Shifflett Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Shifflett, and today we're getting into day two of the bubble wrap. I've been dealing with technical difficulties for the past couple hours now. I was going to record this last night after the Houston and Dallas game wrapped up, but my mixer was being off and it was making everything sound terrible. So then I tried to do it this morning. I've been trying to do this since 7.30. It's now 12.01. Now I'm finally getting this started. So if it does sound uh, a little bad, sorry about that. I have I have a new mixer on the way coming tomorrow. So hopefully that'll fix everything and I can throw this piece of shit in the trash. It's all good though. So we had six games yesterday. Um, really fun. Good basketball yesterday. It started off Orlando Magic, Brooklyn Nets. It was a snooze fest. Um, I should honestly, I should ask for donations for having to watch that for three hours, but I don't even know why they're there. Everyone backed out. They got a skeleton crew. It's pretty rough. They had to play seven more games. Orlando, they looked pretty good. They're very good defensively. Evan Fournier looked really good. He had 24 points. Nikola Vucevic, he had 22 and seven. Their way. I mean, they're going to get seven seed, eight seed, one of those. They're going to get stomped by either Toronto or Milwaukee. Now it was that was that was obviously the worst game to watch, and I'm glad it was on at two o'clock. It it was a good chance to take a, a little nap during halftime. Uh, second game of the day was the biggest game, obviously. Um, Memphis Grizzlies, Portland Trailblazers. Memphis is currently the eight seed in the West. Portland, the nine seed, chasing them. They get a big overtime win, one forty to one thirty five. CJ McCollum, he was awesome. He was he was in such control of the whole game. His mid range getting to the cup. He did everything. He had 33 points. Damian Lillard, he started off a little slow. They were doubling really hard off those pick and rolls, so he had to get the ball out of his hands quick, but he ended up with 29. Carmelo Anthony, 21 points. He was fantastic yesterday. He hit two big threes in the fourth quarter to take it to overtime, so it's great to see Carmelo Anthony back in the league. He looks good, and I think a lot of people owe him an apology for saying that he was washed when I've been trying to tell people for months he is a guy who can help any team get into the playoffs and make a run. Like he can knock down shots, he can hit hard, difficult shots off the dribble. He can get his own shot. You need guys like that in the playoffs. So he's going to pay dividends for Portland going down the stretch. His game was really, really fun. Officiating was bad though. They called five technical fouls in one game. It it's a it was a nightmare. The game was really long at stretches because there were just so many free throw attempts. Memphis took 35 free throws. Portland was around, I think they took like 25. It was, man, the officiating has been horrible through two days. It's been really bad. And the technicals, I, I feel like uh, I'm worried that a lot more is going to come because there's no crowd noise to kind of muffle everything that the players are saying to each other because Dylan Brooks for the Grizzlies and CJ McCollum were really going after each other all game. And they were, I guess they were saying a lot of horrible stuff to one another that the official had to keep calling technical fouls on them. So, But Portland, they they dominated the first half. They were up double digits a half. Memphis, they finally got hot. John Morant, he was running into a wall the first half. He couldn't get anything going. He was in no rhythm whatsoever. Then the third quarter got going. 
He started getting to the cup. He had a three. He really started to get going. They were moving up and down the floor. They went on a 17-5 run. And then Portland was down, like, what was it? They were down 14 at one point. It was, like, start of the fourth quarter. They were down 12. And, you know, I, as you know, I have a $100 bet with my friend if Portland Trailblazers are going to make the eight seed in the playoffs. So I was kind of sweating it out a little bit. And then Portland started to turn it on. Six minutes left in the fourth. They went on a run, got to overtime. Memphis didn't – I think they scored five points in overtime. So, um, well, Memphis really struggled the first the first three minutes of the overtime, and it looked like Portland was finally putting it away. They started trapping Portland off the inbounds, and they threw it They threw it right to Memphis three straight times. Memphis got right back in the game. They were in, within one at one point. I was really sweating it out, but Portland pulled it out. That was a great game. That was a good second game. The third game, this was going on towards the later end of the Memphis game, was Phoenix Suns against the Washington Wizards. Uh, Phoenix Suns take that one 125 to 112. Again, um, Washington, they're kind of in the same boat as Brooklyn. No Bradley Beal, no Verdons. They are they're a skeleton crew really, and they're just gonna. I, they're probably not gonna win one either down here. They have seven more games, and I just I don't see them picking up one unless they play Brooklyn. Phoenix is really fun. It's a shame that DeAndre Ayton was suspended for 40 games this year because they probably would have been in that eighth seed. Um, Devin Booker is just a phenomenal player. He was putting on a show. He had 27 points. Ayton, who I just mentioned, he had 24 points, 12 rebounds, two blocks. He was absolutely dominating. So Phoenix is going to be really fun. I don't think they're going to make you know any push for the eighth seed or the ninth seed, but. They're going to be very entertaining to watch. So if you have a chance to watch Phoenix, I would definitely recommend it. Fourth game of the night was uh, the Boston Celtics versus the Milwaukee Bucks. Milwaukee takes this one 119-112. to This The score is um, a lot closer than the game actually was. Uh, Milwaukee jumped out to a 17-2 lead in the first quarter. It was an absolute bloodbath for a while. Milwaukee kind of took their foot off the gas. He took Giannis out for some good stretch of times. Giannis really wasn't attacking as much. After the first quarter, you thought Giannis was going to get like 50 points the way he was just dominating inside the paint. Uh, he finished up with 36 points, 15 rebounds, 7 assists. He only played 30 minutes. So, again, he's he's the MVP of the league um, just because they're only going off before the season was suspended. So, I think LeBron would have had a chance if the season was – he got to finish the season, but – what Giannis did, I mean, nobody's done it since Shaquille O'Neal, to be dominating inside the paint like he is. He's averaging 15 points a game in the paint. Like, nobody's even come close to that since Shaq did it in 2002. So, he's playing less minutes than six-man-of-the-year candidate Dennis Schroeder per game, and he's averaging over 30 points a game. It's absolutely insane. For Boston, this game, I, I mean, I've said this yesterday, you don't want to take too much from these first games, but... It kind of reinforces my belief that I don't think Boston really can beat Milwaukee because they just couldn't do anything inside with Giannis. They don't have anybody who could deal with Giannis at all. They have no size. Their wings are really good. Even though Jason Tatum, he was horrible yesterday. He was 2 for 12. He had 2 points. He had, yeah, well, he technically had 3 points. They gave him a, a tip-in because Robin Lopez accidentally knocked it in. He was the closest Celtic, so Tatum actually only had three points but he was two for 18 from the floor Tatum was rough Jalen Brown was really good though he had 22 points Kemba his first game back he had 16 points uh, Boston's good but I I just don't think they have a legitimate shot against Milwaukee 
Um, it, it did get close towards the end. It was kind of the officiating in this one was especially bad. This was really bad. There was a point where Giannis looked like he fouled out like three times, and they kept not kicking him out of the game. So there was a stretch where Giannis, he fouls or Daniel Tice on a screen. Then they go to review it to see if there was hostile intent. There was no hostile intent, so they didn't give him a foul. Even though it clearly still was a foul, it just wasn't malicious. So he still has five fouls. So then the next sequence down, it looks like Marcus Smart draws a charge on Giannis, which would have been his sixth foul. Instead, they review it. Marcus Smart, he just barely moved his foot just a little bit too early. So they give him the basket. It's, it's a block on Marcus Smart. Giannis still has five fouls. Then the next way down, he clearly fouls Marcus Smart. They call it on Brooke Lopez. Giannis still in the game. He played with five fouls from the midpoint of the third quarter until he sat down with like two and a half minutes left in the fourth quarter. Uh, the officiating was just, it was very confusing. Um, but, I mean, I, they're not going to let Giannis foul out in the first game back. Um, the fifth game, it started in the middle of the Milwaukee game. Sacramento Kings against the San Antonio Spurs. San Antonio takes it 129-120. to 120. Despite De'Aaron Fox having a career-high 39 points, he was so fun to watch. It just everyone else on Sacramento didn't show up at all. Uh, Buddy Heald was bad. Uh, it was really, it was really sad to watch De'Aaron Fox. Like he was working, he was everywhere. He, the three ball was working. He was getting to the cup whenever he wanted. But DeMar DeRozan, he did everything he wanted to do. He had 27 points, 10 assists, five rebounds. It was pretty. I'm not a big DeMar DeRozan guy. I don't think he's all that great. So it was pretty boring to watch. But him on that end but he got it done he did whatever he wanted against Harrison Barnes Rudy Gay came off the bench he pitched in 19 so the Kings um, unfortunately Marvin Bagley isn't going to play for the Kings down the stretch so that's a big piece they're gonna be missing again they're an exciting team just like Phoenix so if you have a chance to watch them I would watch them San Antonio they got some pretty good young kids I'm DeMar DeRozan I wouldn't recommend watching him but uh, Derek White Derek White, DeJounte Murray, they're two really good young players. So San Antonio's got some nice foundation, but they're both, they're not going to be a real run here. So the last game of the night, Houston, Dallas, overtime, Houston wins 153 to 149. It was absolutely a track meet. That was such a fun game to watch. They combined for over 160 points at the half. And then, you know, the, you hear the final score, 305 points combined. Absolutely insane. James Harden, 49 points. He had nine rebounds, eight assists. Russell Westbrook, 31 points, 11 boards, eight assists. They combined for over 80 points together. They were absolutely fantastic. They couldn't be stopped. Russell Westbrook did whatever he wanted down there. And he still kept taking those pull-up jumpers, even though he could have been at the rim every single every single possession. But... They were really good, and I mean Dallas, Luca, twenty-seven point triple double. Kristaps Porzingis though, thirty-nine points, sixteen rebounds. He dominated, dominated the small ball Rockets down there. He didn't take a lot of threes like I thought he would, and bail him out. He was down there in the post, doing his thing. So uh, for Houston and Dallas, this kind of this game kind of proves that they are going to be a very tough out, but also they're not going to go anywhere because they don't play any defense. They are all just, I mean, Luca, he is a traffic cone out there. Essentially. He is not stopping anybody. And James Harden doesn't play enough consistent defense. And Russ, he hasn't played defense in about two or three years. So 
These two teams, they can score a lot of points. They can get up and down, but I, they're just not going to be able to stop anybody down the stretch. So Dallas is not going to give any of the L.A. teams a problem. Houston would probably give L.A. more of a problem, but still, it, they'd probably get a game apiece off of them. So it was a very fun game, but those two teams, their flaws are just – their defense is so bad. It is so bad. But, I mean, if you can score 153 points, 149 points, I guess it doesn't really matter, right? So, so that was the wrap-up of day two inside the bubble. Um, by the time I get this out and everything, we'll probably be getting ready to start day three inside the bubble because Miami and Denver tip off at 1 o'clock. That'll be a nice, fun game. And then at 3.30, it'll be Utah Jazz versus Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, 6 o'clock, New Orleans Pelicans and LA Clippers. Um, they just had a report today. The New Orleans Pelicans are still having Zion Williamson on that minutes restriction, so that's going to be really frustrating to watch. Um, especially you're coming down the stretch trying to get into the playoffs and you're only giving Zion 15 minutes a game. Let's see if Alvin Gentry tries to make him play those some of those 15 minutes in crunch time instead of sitting there watching him sitting there on the bench, which was really frustrating to watch. Um, 7 o'clock, my Philadelphia 76ers against the Indiana Pacers. They're not sure if Victor Oladipo is going to play or not. He's going to go through a quick walkthrough before the game, so he's going to be a game-time decision. And then at 8.30, we got the Los Angeles Lakers versus the Toronto Raptors. So that game is kind of important. So a Lakers win and, or a Clippers loss against the Pelicans will lock up the one seed for the Lakers. And if the Raptors lose, they lock up the number one seed for Milwaukee. So that's just something to pay attention to. I'll wrap all that stuff up tonight. Hopefully, I can get this thing to work tonight, or I'll wait till my new mixer comes in tomorrow, and then I will report on all this stuff. Either way, I'll put a bow on uh, day three sometime either tonight, or you'll get it tomorrow morning before uh, day four starts. So that's it. I'm going to wrap this one up. Enjoy the basketball today. Also, NHL starts today too, and there's a bunch of MLB on, so make sure... You try and keep track of everything that's going on. I'll talk to you later tonight. See you. Yeah, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. And uh, what can I say? Mamba out. <laughs>